0: Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, and today we're going to talk about traffic safety. Our guests today include Tom Nixon with Towards Zero Deaths and Captain Adam Fulton. He is the Brainerd Area State Patrol Captain. Gentlemen, welcome back to Community Focus. Yeah, thank you. Good afternoon. Yeah. Um, we've got some good news. We've got some bad news when it comes to traffic safety. And, Tom, we were just talking before we went on the air the number of fatalities across the state down from where they were last year. I guess that's good news, but our numbers are still higher con- considering the five years ago, pre-pandemic, we were really trending downward,
1: weren't we? we? We're starting to go the other direction. We want to see that trend change. Uh, the, the goal of the program, zero deaths, is uh, it's, it's going in the right direction. But what we saw five-year trend is we're still above where we were before. So today, we need to continue the efforts to look at what TZD is all about and continue those uh, uh, strides towards less deaths on our roads. Yeah. And and remind our listeners, the goals, TZD. So towards Zero Deaths is a collaboration of emergency trauma services, education, enforcement, and engineering. They look at when a crash occurs, uh, what happened and how they can prevent it from happening again. And year over year, we we have new evidence, we have new tragedies to look at, and as they evolve with technology and they evolve with with, uh, people's ability to get around that technology, we look for new ways to be innovative in changing that trend line. Uh, Today, joining here with... uh, commander fulton what we see is is there's a a concerted effort to change that the 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 numbers today what are we at again
2: uh 251 today compared to 291 at this time last year so we are we are down a little bit uh however like we talked about beforehand our area is still seeing an increase and uh just typical that we would expect and we get more lake area traffic in the summertime but yeah we are statewide trending down but our area is still seeing plenty of an increase
0: yeah, and we, we know it was a tragic weekend last weekend, and it, it's just, it, again, a lot of these things come back to uh, personal responsibility, I guess. A-
2: absolutely, yeah. Greater error. Yeah, last weekend we had two fatalities in Crowing County on uh, state roadways, one north of town on uh, 371 just south of Nisswa, and another one on uh, 210 just east of Deerwood um, heading towards Aiken, And uh, and then the weekend before we had another fatality that weekend as well. So that's 3 they're uh they're devastating for families um especially when they're they're all young people all 3 of those in fact one of them on Saturday was a 17 year old mm. um and then the other ones were people in their 20s and then to to think about the life lost and and the potential that that person they had their whole life in front of them and uh a lot of it boiled down to just choices that either they made or somebody else made that uh, very easily it's a crash it's preventable
0: yeah so yeah um, we, of course, you mentioned the busy traffic, and here we go. Race weekend is upon us, yep. and I, I don't know that there's a busier weekend in the Lakes area.
2: It, it is our uh, culminating event in this area, absolutely. Um, sort of our we fest area for this area, and uh, we're already seeing the trucks coming into the area. You know, I saw that starting as early as yesterday. Um, and it's going to be even more chaotic just with the construction in front of the BIR area, right in front of Birchdale Avenue there. Um but we, with the state patrol, we have extra enforcement this weekend, and, and the next two will have troopers out there directing traffic like we do every year. Um, but it's going to be a little bit different this year with some construction up there where people have already been commenting and calling us and MnDOT and that type of thing. So, um, yeah, definitely you're going to see an increase of people in, in this area this weekend.
0: You, you uh, mentioned enforced, uh, uh, if you will, uh, patrols on the roads for race weekend. Absolutely, this is uh, our typically the troopers kind
2: of work every other weekend, but uh, this weekend is kind of an all hands on deck type thing. Um, we have uh, extra troopers again doing the traffic direction, and then we have extra troopers doing nighttime patrol for in, impaired driving arrests. To that. Um, It'll typically be out there until about 2 3 o'clock in the morning. So, just and those are extra on top of our regular duty cars
1: and allied agencies, additional yes, resources yep. too. You have our local Brainerd Lakes TZD law enforcement partners that'll be out there um, supplementing those services. And then uh, we also usually see the DNR present around BAR looking for those that maybe are leaving the gates looking for. A trail ride or, or to go somewhere else, just make sure everybody's following the rules and doing what they're supposed to be doing, and they'll have fun. That's that's the goal. Everyone wants to, to yep. see people have a good time, yeah. We always talk about it, it's a great economic impact for the area.
0: Yep. It uh, It's really cool to see a national event like this come, but we got to make those good choices again,
2: absolutely. And I, I will say this I'll give credit to the people that go there. I mean, in the last even 10 years the 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 amount of people that go into the event but they typically go in there and they stay there and then they don't come out again till sunday or monday and 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 just like what tom said we're all nobody wants to to uh, rain on anybody's parade i guess so to speak everybody wants to see people have a good time but just make those smart choices plan ahead and but the people in the last few years have been getting much better at that we don't see near the traffic of people coming and going in and out every day that we did years ago that's a good thing.
1: Yep. It's a good thing. It's, it's, it's what we see. In fact, there's that trend that we talk about, people making better choices. Um, alcohol-related deaths are down. We, we know that that's, that's a, a positive thing, even though they're still happening. Speed uh, is, is down, but that means those that are speeding are standing out a little bit more. We need to uh, continue to maybe put some peer pressure on those people around us and uh, try to keep those people's minds in the right uh, um, mindset where we're going in this is that if people want to go out and have a good time let's not disrupt it with this and those resources are going to be there uh, to help prevent that hopefully from happening and and if there's a response need absolutely those resources are there but people's behavior really is uh, planning ahead and they can have a really good time yeah
0: yeah Um, this is that time of the year too Uh, we have the big race weekend uh, then there's a week, and all of a sudden, we're into Labor Day already, aren't Absolutely. we? Absolutely. It seems like we, kind of like we talked about, the, the summer's
2: just going to be passing us by here pretty quick, um, so we have extra enforcement out this weekend, and then we've got two more weeks where we're uh, expecting a lot, obviously, a lot more traffic to the area, and yeah, so we've got other, uh, the State Patrol does, and I know other allied agencies have uh, even more, you know, even uh additional cars on the next few weekends for push for uh, impaired driving is enforcement as well so um yeah we're expecting the uh the increase to stop you know, to keep going but at least for another few weeks that uh we're going to see a lot more people in this area and i think most of the residents of the area are kind of used to that and um but uh with that we just you know similar just people expect people to come to the area and make good choices realize that they're not the only ones out on the roadway so
1: yeah going to be congestion is going to take extra time allow yourself extra time that frustration causes people sometimes to try to make up time in the wrong place and then bad things can happen yep. yeah uh, as we talk about summer coming to an end uh now
0: we have our uh, school season that comes back into play another busy time on the roads and we had another element and that's school buses absolutely um,
2: so, yeah, we're going to see a big increase in school bus traffic coming up in the next few weeks. Um, one of the things that we are kind of proud to uh, work with, like a local bus company, Reicherts, um, ourselves and Brainerd PD worked with them to help them obtain uh, stop arm cameras. There was a grant from the state of Minnesota that allowed a lot of these bus, bus companies, whether it's a school district owner or a, or a private company, um, to obtain cameras for those stop arms. And that, I think, is going to be a very big game changer for us as far as helping us enforce people that violate uh that and drive around a school bus when the lights are on
1: and it doesn't have to be that that person gets caught immediately there's there's a time period after that infraction that uh, law enforcement has the opportunity to follow up with that person but it's going to be on camera so the biggest story is let's not worry about getting caught. You see the big yellow limousine, the safest way to transport kids in the United States, the best way. Uh, those of you that have kids that are going back to school, maybe your younger drivers, it's okay to send them back to school on the school bus, and then they can get their driving privileges back once uh, you know maybe they get acclimated to that earlier morning because those days get long. You know how tired those kids come home after the first couple of weeks of school, and driving is a stressful task enough. So those buses are, are really we should just be watching out for them and be prepared for their stops.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I know uh, over the years there's been a lot of stop arm violations. It's amazing how many of those we see. Yeah, it's 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 kind of funny. You bring you, you mentioned that it seems like there's
2: always the learning curve. Uh, like the first few weeks, we see an increase of in more, more and more of them uh, right away. In the first few weeks, um, they do sort of trend down for us a little bit. And I know uh, again, I'm just speaking on the state patrol's behalf, but uh, um, local agencies see that as well, too. There's, we just we see fewer of them as the year progresses. And then we start seeing them again and as the uh, school year warms up, you know, towards the end as every, the weather warms up, yeah. um, which is kind of odd. Uh, you would think that people would be used to it. It's nothing new. There's just, you know, like Tom said, there's a big school bus out there, the big yellow limousine. Uh, and if you see one still slowing down, you should kind of anticipate that that's what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. These things are not hard to figure out. Yeah, They're very large, yeah. and we know the rule. And yet, every year we have these violations, and I know that uh, uh, the stiff fines don't seem to be uh, determined, but they are really stiff for going through a stop arm. Absolutely,
2: violation. and then uh, if you add to the fact that if children are on the ground, it's even it's even higher. So, um, it's definitely something that people don't need. Um, and yeah, you would think that that would be enough to to stop that. Hopefully, we'll we'll get in that right direction with those cameras. I think that'll
1: that'll help. And for those. Parents that are grandparents, guardians that are watching the little ones and talking about what to do to get on the bus. We we're very good about you know the practice that they do at the school, but make sure you educate them on looking both ways before they cross. Just because the bus driver puts the arm out, there's going to be communication with that bus driver. Follow what the bus driver is directing. They're going to show you um, to stop or to wait or to come, and never go back to the bus unless you have that eye contact. So it's just good training reinforcement from the parents. Uh, When we see those those incidents where cars you know go around the school bus, thankfully many times they go um, um, better than they could because there's been someone saying, get back, stay back. There's a car coming around. So it's a good, good education, good reminder for those guardians to let the kids know uh, when to cross, what to watch for, and how to communicate with their bus driver.
0: Yeah, and some of the buses even have technology there where the bus driver can put out a, it's a little arm that comes yeah, out a little in the arm. front. I've seen those yeah. that keeps the kids from crossing till he makes sure there's no traffic.
2: Yep. Yeah, it keeps yep. some of the kids nice in their, their line of sight as they're looking down over the front of the uh, school bus. So it'll yeah. help out a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, we've talked about this, too. Seatbelt use uh, continues to be uh, when we look at statistics pretty high in Minnesota. Unfortunately, it's so many of the fatalities involve someone who's not using a seatbelt.
1: Risky behavior kind of begets risky behavior. People who are speeding, impaired, uh, not wearing a belt, nearly half our fatalities every year are unbelted. And it's it's not a coincidence. It, uh, Kurt Mowers used to talk about it. It's, no one dies in a crash. They're violently killed. It, if you're wearing a belt and you're strapped into your seat, and your your all of your technology works to its its most efficiency at that point. So belts, uh, although we see uh, high obs- observed seatbelt use when we look out there, when crashes occur, it seems to be that those people are are taking risky uh, behaviors to the max at that point.
2: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, they, I cannot emphasize how many times when we get to a crash, somebody's been ejected uh, or. Or killed because they've been bounced around inside of a car um, that we we are able and I don't even consider myself a small individual, but I can sit in that passenger compartment and after the fact after that crash and uh, it's the passenger compartment almost all the time holds up and does its job. That's what it's designed to do. Everything crumples around there, yeah. and uh, it's designed to hold you in there and keep you keep you tight. And I hear it every once in a while that, that you know personal choice, that's my right, I'm not going to wear my seatbelt. And we've issued tickets to those individuals. And I just stress that, okay, you might not want to wear it, but I guarantee you somewhere along the line, someone cares about you enough that they want you to wear it. So it's just step up. And it's, it's been a primary law for a very long time. It should, it's no surprise. Um, but yeah, we do see when we do the observations, it's very high in this area. Most people are wearing it, very high uh, rate of seatbelt compliance. But like you said, yeah, it's just surprising we get to a crash, and you look at it, and you know just through my law enforcement experience that that crash would have been survivable had they had the belt on.
1: Mm. For certain, there are instances where people forgot or reached for something, took yep. it off, and, and those are all poor choices but they're they're the personal responsibility of those choices you need to get something on the passenger side of the vehicle from the driver's seat pull over yeah. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't, don't unbuckle and reach down and do the prayer thing where we're looking underneath the dash trying to get through it's yeah. uh it all it's all about um that opportunity to do better and, and belt use most people are wearing them and when they wear them things end up a lot better yeah any other issues that we should be aware of Tom? You know, we have the just, – just to always kind of remind ourselves, too, the Ted Foss move over yeah. law, uh, extra yep. enforcement coming up here. You know, that was a tragedy where an, uh, a Minnesota trooper was killed on the side of the road uh, just doing his job. Uh, that Ted Foss uh, was expanded a number of years ago to include um, roadside workers, so if it 's an ambulance it 's a tow ambulance, a tow truck, uh, highway operations, yeah, a fire truck, yeah garbage, whatever it is, give those people the space that they need on the side of the road uh, and and you know things will go better so it's it 's not dart into the oncoming lane immediately as soon as you see someone on the side it 's when you safely can give as much space as you can and give them a lane if you can yeah.
2: Yep. yeah that's that's another one that's very high compliance uh, working in the area south of town here most people do that that's that's one that's very nice to see that most people do that we still have the ones that every once in a while we have to remind them um we are going to have extra enforcement out that day just to remind people about that but uh pretty impressive that most people for law enforcement anyway that's where i can speak on law enforcement's behalf most people most people do that
0: yeah. Uh, last question. Uh, I know distracted driving. Uh, I, just from personal experience, uh, people are still holding their cell phones. It, it's uh, that one I
2: cannot. I cannot understand. And it's um, as I switch roles and, and uh, jumped into a different law enforcement vehicle. Now driving an unmarked one, I, I can't believe almost every stoplight. It's like an addiction. I mean, people stop, and as soon as they stop, the head goes down. And it's in the phone, and uh, the the laws the way writ- the way the law is written. Um, that can't be in your hand at all. It, you know, hands-free is hands-free. It's easy to enforce. We see the hands come up, the phone come up, or the head down. You know that's exactly what they're doing. Um, we've even got uh, a few different vehicles that will have, like, a trooper drive and then have a spotter in there. And it's amazing how people just oblivious to that. As soon as they stop at a stop light and they know they've got 20, 30 seconds to, to waste, that they're right down on the phone. And uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a habit that people need to break. That's I guess that's the easiest way to put it, um, because we are writing a lot of citations for that. And it's not been a brand; it's not a new law. And so many troopers right away were giving people plenty of opportunity, issuing out a lot of warnings. Yeah. Um, and now that mentality with us has sort of changed a little bit. Like you should know better. It's hands free is hands free. Put that phone down. Wait till
0: you get to where you're going. All right. Gentlemen, I appreciate you being here to talk about these traffic safety issues, and we hope everyone has a very safe weekend here. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. Thanks for being here, guys. Thank you. All right. Tom Nixon is with Towards Zero Deaths. And our guest from the Brainerd Area State Patrol Captain, Adam Fulton. I'm Ken Thomas, and that's today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be found anytime on our website. That's 1067-WJJY.com. You can also find them on our free mobile app powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.